0: Hey guys, thanks for jumping in on the podcast this week. We're so excited. As you know, throughout this There's More series, we've been doing these bonus content episodes where we're diving into the message from this previous Sunday and just having conversations about what it means and uh, diving in because, hey, there's always more, right? So uh, today, or last week, let me back up. Last week, Pastor Chris, Pastor Travis jumped on here That's had right. a great conversation about the uh, previous week's message, yep. And then uh, this Sunday, we talked about a vision at Radiate Church and the word perhaps. And mm-hmm. so, me and Pastor Travis, we're back. We're back. The dynamic duo is back. We're, we're go- back. <laughs> we're back again. <laughs> I we don't are think, back. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> Tell a <or> friend. <laughs>
1: Yeah, shout out to PC though. He's uh he's on standby over here to delete anything at any moment. I'm
0: sure he's gonna delete plenty like during that. this episode, <laughs> as he always does. Uh, no man, we we got plenty to talk about, right? Like yeah. so many uh, amazing things taking place, and I just want to say, man, um, before we dive into the content, we were looking at uh, podcast numbers and downloads and listens and yeah. streams and all this the other kind of word stuff that I don't understand completely. Um, uh, but dude, you guys that are listening, y'all are making this thing really go, uh, y'all seem to be enjoying this content. And, uh, so man, we want you to rate, like share, I guess, rate, like, what is it, Chris rate, like, and, and share the podcast yep. and <laughs> so that we can get the word out there. And, um, man, just let us know, let us know how you're enjoying it, what you're getting from it. And if it's something that maybe we should consider yeah. continuing in the future a little yeah. bit. Uh, cause that's what we, we enjoy doing. We we, we love doing this, but if it's beneficial, it makes it even better. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So, Hey man. So how, first of all, how you doing this week?
1: Doing fantastic.
0: How about you? <laughs> Great, man. <laughs> we got a conference coming up next week. We do. With the yep. network that I get the lead. And I don't know if I've breathed, but like three times all week this week. So it's been crazy. It has been nuts, man. I but told,
1: I told Ashley yesterday, I was like, yeah, once I sat down at my desk, I think I got up three times, and two of them were to pee, and that was about <laughs> it. So I mean, it was a, it's been chaotic, but uh,
0: all good all good stuff. The future's
1: bright. We're gonna talk about that today, right? Listen,
0: man, it you know busyness doesn't always equal effectiveness. Sure, but when you're busy being effective, yeah, uh, it feels real good. It does it feels yeah. real good, you know. And so we're kind of in this whole thing real busy, real effective, and we're getting ready for Easter. That's right. Easter Easter. ain't but like 3 weeks away. I know. Dude, I'm I'm so pumped, it's ridiculous. Um I'm I'm ready for for just like monumental, right? Record-breaking salvations this year. I want to yeah. see more people than we've ever seen in the history of this church give their life sure. to Jesus this year. Yeah. That'd be incredible. And then the next week get baptized. Yeah, And and just like, they just start their whole path just towards Jesus and the kingdom just starts. And just, I, I just, I can't wait, man. I'm so, I'm so stinking excited right now. It's yeah, crazy.
1: it's going to be a great year. I think uh, the climate that we're in right now, obviously our world's a little bit different, but yeah. here in the United States, uh, it seems like there's some return to normalcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, man, I'm hoping folks, it may be who played it safe the last few years, they're coming. Yeah. They're coming on site. Yeah. They're going to get a a high five, a hug. Yep. Freak up a coffee, whatever, you know, whatever the deal is, they're coming. Take pictures with your family, all that stuff. And and, and,
0: and listen, if you're listening to this and you do not attend Radiate, this is your invitation. Sure. To be with us this Easter. Um, If you're in the Florence area, Florence, South Carolina area, we want to invite you Friday night, uh, seven o'clock to be with us at the, um, at the good Friday night of worship. And then Saturday, that Sunday morning, I mean, um, we're at 10 o'clock, sure. we've got the Easter experience with them. And then here in Columbia, uh, South Carolina, you got Saturday night, you know, we've got a, a an Easter service Saturday night and then eight 30, 10, 11 30 on yeah. Sunday morning. And, uh, if you haven't been in a while, or you just don't attend, I want you to come. Yeah, I want to see your face. I want to high five you. I want to love you, love on you, yeah. hug your neck, man. And let's just celebrate Jesus together. Right. We're going to talk I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody what we're talking about. We're going to talk about, is the name above all names? Let's go. I don't care what name, listen, I don't care what name you got. I don't care what name your boss gave you in your meeting today. I don't care what, what name your husband gave you, your wife gave you. There is a name that is above yeah. any name that you may carry. And I'm telling you, it changes everything else in your life. Yeah. And I want to celebrate it, man, because I'm telling you, listen, Jesus didn't rise from that tomb just for us to have a cool story. No. Nah. It's because his name is above every name, yeah. And it's ah, uh, right. let's go. You ready for Easter now? Let's go. Let's preach. I'll preach it right now. Let's go. So,
1: what'd you think about this past Sunday? I love this past Sunday. So technically, it's the second time uh, mm-hmm. that we essentially um, shared this content and, and brought this before the church. So a few weeks ago, we did this for Vision Night. Yep. Um, man, it's it's so inspiring. Every time I hear, it, I can hear it every day. I can look at the the card I have in front of me right yep. now—a I have a vision card, something we passed out for a few weeks now. I have one in front of me, and uh, I'm excited about it. I'm so excited about where God's taking our church. Yeah. Um, we talked for a long time, probably in private, of hey, what would a, what would a scoreboard look like? Like, what would, mm. what is God speaking to you? What's God speaking for our church? And how can we just go, hey, y'all, um did y'all know we're winning right now? <laughs> like like, like <laughs> yeah. the Lord's doing something special on church, and you spent some time, and you arrived at some things, and so yeah. they don't have a card in front of them, but, but maybe do you want to do a recap of, of what we shared on Sunday, and then, man, yeah. we can kind of dive in and what's next?
0: So, yeah, so what I love about it is, and I'm, I'm going to go through the four vision lanes and, and all that stuff again in a second um, to kind of recap some of that yeah. and catch up. Um, and and then I'd love to talk too about the perhaps yeah. you know the First Samuel fourteen uh, story and concept there. But um, what what I love too is you know there's there's the story in the Bible where God gets vision and God says write it down sure and He says write it down and what make it plain. plain. In other words, what He's saying is is it's great for you to have vision for where you're going yeah, but until you got something to look at to know that you're going in that direction all the time. Sure. Man, you don't know if you're going. It's, yeah. it's like, we're, like we're in the Final Fours right now um, with mm-hmm. the NCAA tournament. How stupid would it be for them to play a game and never know where they are in the game time-wise or score-wise until the game's over? Sure. Yeah. Nobody does that. And and probably for too long, you know, we, we may have operated in that a little bit and had all these goals and, and thoughts. But – no scoreboard. Now I just think we got a scoreboard that is ridiculous Yeah, that God, and we're just looking and going, you know what? Perhaps God moves on our behalf. That's right. Perhaps something insane takes place. Perhaps mm-hmm. we keep this thing going and we can't control the growth. Yeah. Perhaps all this stuff happens and God gets the glory perhaps, you know what I'm saying? And so what we did and we'll go back to the perhaps, but like what we did is we took the four main vision lanes that Radiate Church tries to encompass mm-hmm. at all times. And and we gave three bullet point goals uh, of each one. And I'm going to be transparent for a minute. Some of these goals, um, I, I feel like I prayed through all of them and I feel like they were checked off by God, you know? Yeah. Um. And the other side is some of them are easy. Yeah. Some of them are so stupid easy, you can do it on accident. You know, there's yeah. one I joked about that like, you can do that one on accident sure. every day. <laughs> yeah. But some of these are like, we gotta work. you know yeah. it's gonna take pulling shovels out and digging. But my heart is that I put it out there for five years. I want to get that I want to get two and a half years in and be like, guys, we've already accomplished every one yeah, of these absolutely. things. And because we've accomplished every one of these things, perhaps God did something crazy. Yeah. you know. So we did these four lanes, you know, no God, gather together, chase purpose, change the world, and uh, we set goals like no God. And, and it's, it's, I'm not going to put all the bullet points. I'm not going to list all the bullet points, but like, no, God, our purpose in that is how, all right, speak to this for a minute. How many people like for real, they know about God. And so because they know about him, they think they know him. Sure. But they don't, there's no encounter there. Right. You ever, you ever, um, so, you know, we joke about this. I don't watch movies a whole lot but I know about Mm -hmm. a lot of movies. So you and I'll start talking or me, you, Pastor Chris and the staff and all, we'll start talking about movies and I'll hear y'all start talking. I know enough about the movie to jump into a conversation. The trailer. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Like I can have about a (laughs) 30 second conversation with you guys, but how different is it whenever, you know, the movie, yeah, right?
1: you're you're immersed in it. You you're, you you know it's start to finish. You see all the how all the little parts factor into the big yeah. part. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Because there's a point where I got to jump out the conversation and just look at y'all. Yeah. I don't know what the heck y'all talking about yeah. right now. I yeah, haven't no. seen it, but I can carry on a brief surface. My point is, is I think my fear is, I should say, I don't want people to have surface conversations about God because all they know is about Him. Yeah, it's it's honestly not hard to know about God. Sure, especially in in the Bible Belt where we're at. But what the only way you get to know someone or something is you immerse yourself yeah. there. You jump into it, head, you know, head to toe. You're covered in it. And so what we want is people to be immersed in the goodness of the Father, and of God. What does that look like to you? Like what what does, what does that mean?
1: You know, sometimes I I kind of think like in my head, I'll take something to a whole other extreme. And so I'll use this like mental model sometime this mental picture of like pretend it's Friday night. And all of a sudden we go to the Muslim mosque in downtown Columbia. All right. right? That
0: is the other extreme. Yeah. So
1: I'm a person who doesn't know anything about the text, anything about the worship. Um, and I don't know what my relationship with Allah should look like. Mm. Right. Um, and so to to be able to to form some sort of a, 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 a worldview, or be able to form some sort of a formation around some sort of spirituality, you you gotta you gotta learn you gotta get to know yeah. you gotta and, yeah. and, and and for I think for a lot of people too because we know God to be real and we know Jesus to be real and um, his story is like nothing else. People actually get to experience his presence through a spirit and uh, love, and they get to experience things, and so. Um, not only do you get to know about them through like a head knowledge, yeah, right. We get to hear somebody read from the Bible and and take a text and talk about that story, but you experience something mm-hmm. as well. And you, and I don't even know if you could do it in one time. I think I think it's something you have yeah. to say. You know what? Um, I want to commit to spending Sundays here and keep hearing about Jesus. You know, it's 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 something that kind of. I don't know. It just, it kind of it's like a seed. It's truly like he would say, right? It's yeah. a seed that over time, man, that, you start to see that little sprout come up. Next thing you know,
0: yeah. And I think there's fruit. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's a journey. I think knowing God is this opportunity to enter into a relationship. Yeah. With you know, like so. Megan and I have been married 13 years, um, going on 14 in May. Yeah. And like that's great, right? That's amazing. But I'm learning things about her every day. Sure literally every day that are like, I had no idea about that or this has changed or whatever. And so like my point is, is, is you don't know something after one time, you don't become an expert in something or you don't become knowledgeable in something overnight. You know, it's a commitment, it's a dedication, it's a discipline to learn how to do that. Like you and I are on this journey right now to where we're both, like, doing this nutri- – we both have been doing this physical health thing, working out and stuff. Nutritional health is pretty new to both of us, really. Sure. I mean, we're What moderate. we're doing. Yeah, yeah what, what we're doing. What we're doing, yeah. We're doing different diets and, di- you know, just tweaking different things. Yeah. I can't become an expert in that even though I've been doing it for six weeks. Yeah. Eight weeks, whatever, right? It's going to be years before yeah. I can – Know a lot about something, so I think what happens is we think that when we pray this prayer, you know, God, I give you my life, keep me from hell, I don't want to do whatever, sure. right? I think what happens is when we pray this prayer, the Romans road, all this stuff, that we think that there's this supernatural thing that takes place in our life to where the Holy Spirit automatically helps us know God in an intimate level, even though we haven't known Him for 30 seconds.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point, yeah.
0: And like that is not spiritual maturity. In yeah. fact, there's people that don't know God that have followed Him for 80 years. Sure. And the reason is is because they haven't spent time with Him. Yeah. They spent time with His blessing box. Yeah. But not His character, not His integrity, not a, you know, not who He is. And so, like, I want people that are immersed in this thing that go, "God is my Father. God is my Father. He is the Creator of the universe." Jesus is my Savior. The Spirit is my empowerment. And because of those things, I want to know those things. I want to jump into a life group. I want to be here on Sundays. I want to get in my Bible. I want to spend time in prayer. I want to journal. I want to this. I want to that. Why? It's not because I can look at somebody and go, here's what I did today. It's because so I can look at the Creator and go, I know you, and you know me.
1: Yeah, You're, you're absolutely right. I I was thinking about something the other day. I
0: don't know. I don't know
1: if this is helpful for, for somebody who maybe, um, they've experienced something in their life that makes them question who God is or why he does the things that he, he does. But, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was like, God, if he is truly the creator and sustainer of everything, then he has no insecurities. We have insecurities Mm, personally. Right. So I would be willing to bet that God is com- so secure in himself. And he says stuff like that. You won't have anybody else before me if you love me. Right. And he's so secure in himself. Um, he gives us a lifetime to know him and mm-hmm. we can ask hard questions and we can, we, we can, we can wonder why things happen. And he's totally okay. Spending a lifetime with us, helping us with those answers. Yeah. Maybe to the point we never know until we get to spend all of time with yeah. him. But we, but we can't, we don't, he is not insecure. So it's okay to go, you know, Hey, I've been, I'm enjoying my time in church. I love everybody. I love the high fives. I love the content and everything. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm still wrestling with this thing because what do we do? When we start to learn about God, we learn about his place in the world and our place in the world. We go, man, those are two different things. Yeah. He, he has a, um, an incredible standard. Um, he's, he's just, but he's also loving, you know, he, he, he wants more for my life than I want more for my life. You know, it's, and it's, it's a a long process of
0: it. The more, you know, God, it's less of me, more him. Yeah. Because the more, you know, God, the more, you know, of him and his love and his grace and his will and his mercy and his kingdom. And that's what you're living for.
1: And to kind of maybe to hit this and, and we'll move on to the next one is everything that, that we're aiming for, um, to help people in their spiritual formation in knowing God is is an experience, right? It's making a decision for Him, which is a well thought out thing that you're that likely somebody's doing, right? Yeah. Um, getting ba- water baptized, which is an experience. You're no. you're you're symbolically, y- you know, seeing your old self come back new, right? Uh, and then you wouldn't you want to tell somebody about all that if God yeah. did something in your life? Right. And yeah. so I mean, it's a very experiential part of knowing God, which I thought was really. Really powerful, and I and I think that was
0: yeah. Because I mean, we're praying for salvations, five hundred salvations, five hundred baptisms, and everybody would bring four people to yeah. Radiate a year over the next five years. That one you can do it on accident. You can. You just accidentally drop an invite card on the table at a restaurant. You you, you can actually.
1: You can accidentally wear a radiate shirt, and somebody (laughs) see it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: it's that easy. So it's that easy. But we should, you know. Yeah. What if we did four a month? You know. Yeah. Anyway, all right, so we did know God and then gather together. And that one, you know, I think about when the Apostle Paul makes this statement, you know, forsake not the gathering of your brothers and how people are like, well, that's not what he's talking about. No, that's he was literally talking to a church. Yeah, he was literally talking to a church when he said, do not forsake coming together with your family. Yeah. What is the family? We'll go read Apostle Paul's teachings. Who does he say the family is? The body of Christ. Everybody who loves Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, we're all a family. We're all in this thing together, and he's literally saying we want to go because what we want to believe is that there's nothing that we need to do that would make us uh, better. Right. Like, I'm good enough, and the reality is we're not. I'm good enough to figure this thing out, and me and God can do this by ourselves. And the truth is, that's a lie. That's a lie, and Apostle Paul is speaking of that in in Corinth. He's going, hey, listen, I'm talking to you as a church, and I need you to know, do not forsake gathering with your family. You need to be in the room together, gathering together, letting your faith build each other, letting your faith, you know, iron sharpens iron, let your life sharpen their life. Y'all become better together. And so, like, we talked about that with life groups, 100% life group participation. Dude, I want everybody. In a life group. I, I don't know what I'd do without people like you in my life and, and, and guys that we can talk to and go, man, I'm really struggling. Like, I'm really struggling. You know, not too long ago, I I mean, recently, over the past week or two, I told you about how my, you know, leadership shifting and like, you know, with the church growing the way it is and things. And I told you, I was like, dude, I'm kind of struggling figuring out my new routines. Like, I got to find new routines yeah. that help me be be a good leader, good husband, good father, um, and, and just be like, be everything i need to be and keep sanity <laughs> sanity in my Getting life A life
1: group for for nothing else is for your sanity <laughs> my god yeah.
0: you know and like so we all need yeah. that we all need people to cry with laugh with yeah. pray with you know just be mad with yeah. vent with i mean we joke we got a group of guys we play xbox with and it's like yeah. men's ministry tonight you know and yeah. it truly is a it therapeutic is. thing you know we want we want thousands of people in attendance yeah Because I think what we forget is, oh, numbers. You're all about numbers. Numbers are bad. No. Every number's a person. Every person is a soul. Yeah. Every person doesn't have a soul. Every person is, literally is, a soul. And that soul's going somewhere. Yep. Heaven or hell. I'd rather fill it with a room where we're talking about Jesus than anything else. Absolutely. You know, and, and then, you know, campuses in the state, so. Yeah. Absolutely. you know, when I I think about the church sometimes, I think about this analogy,
1: and for for all the guys listening, you'll probably enjoy this, but, like, think about a charcoal grill, right? You get your coals ready. Well, if you were to lift one coal out of that fire and set it on the ground, Mm. it goes, that goes out. And what's funny is the only reason it stays warm or ignited is because it's touching another coal. Yep you know and that's a lot like the church I, I think individually all of us probably wouldn't do do too well on our own yeah you know zoologists they say that lone wolves aren't real things they die incredibly early in their life if they mm-hmm. even make it at all yep um and so i i, th- I think the church is is a, is almost like a living breathing organism into where like we're all we all really rely on each other you know, and that iron does sharpen iron, and we're able to bring out the best in each other, and we're able to comfort each other when you're having the rainy day and stuff like that. But yeah, church is absolutely essential, and you have to have people in, in your life. You know, you, you, go, you go crazy if not.
0: Authentic you know? relationships are so key. You got to yeah. have those relationships with people. Yeah. So gather together. You know, we want to focus on that. We want to focus on chasing purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, our very mission statement uh, says very clearly to equip and empower every person. To impact their communities for Jesus every day. Yep. Equip and empower every person. How do you do that? You chase purpose, man. Everybody's got a yeah. purpose. Everybody's good at something. Pastor Chris is on the back end. Y'all hear him on these things every now and then. But like he's on the back end doing all the technical stuff. Sure. I couldn't do it. Sure. Dude, if I had to do it, everything would be messed up. Yeah, so everybody has a purpose. And the reality is, is that I don't care who you are, what you're doing, where you're at in your life right now. Whether you realize it or whether you don't, there's nobody with breath in their body, breath in their lungs, blood pumping through their veins that doesn't have a purpose from God in this life. My goal, our goal as a church is to help every single person realize that and become the best they can be at that. Yeah. Like I want to develop, I want to, that's why I love people serving because you can use your ability to impact somebody else's eternity. That's massive, man. Like, holy cow. So our whole my whole thing is is let's chase purpose together let's yeah. get on teams let's join teams let's go through engage and figure out how God has uniquely set this church radiate church up with vision values and mission to do what God's asked it to do like let's do what we got to do to chase purpose together yeah. Yeah. We can do more together than we ever could apart
1: yeah and, and, and this was something that PC and I talked about last week is that uh, man winning teams, great organizations, the sum is always greater than the parts right yeah that's what's so special about church is when we're all um, using our giftings, the outcome is far greater than we we're all added together. Sometimes sometimes I think and this is kind of goofy, but I'll think about uh, church and teams almost like the Avengers. Right, like God gave everybody a superpower. Again, that's a movie said. I know about. There you go. I don't know. There you go. But he gave everybody a superpower. Yeah, you know, and, and we know that from the Bible. We know that from Romans. We know that from the First and Second Corinthians yeah. that God is is gifted people in unique ways for that's unique good. purpose. And so everybody's an Avenger. You just got to figure out a what your superpower is, and b you got to join the rest of the Avengers. That's, that's right. really what yeah. it is. Yeah, you know, and that's good. And you know what. To be honest with you, I, I think a lot of people they they may struggle with that because they go, "Well, I'm not in ministry, paid, so I, maybe my purpose is different, or maybe yeah. I'm unfulfilled because I'm not." And, and I don't really think that's what the deal is at all. I don't think I don't think that's the case at all because we see so many people in the Bible that um, Jesus interacts with, um, and the disciples interact with, and they build the church on. Well, Jesus only asked a few people to literally yeah. follow him. But he engaged so many people and told him, Hey man, go send no more, you know, go and do this, go and do that. And so I, I think that, you know, we, um, maybe sometimes we overcomplicate what God has for our life. And, and maybe our purpose is, uh, and you, and you say this uh, a lot. And, and then something I think about a lot is a, to be a family member, to yeah. be a son or a yeah. daughter, yeah. right? Yep. Honor dad, give, you know, mm-hmm. give, give God glory and bring honor to him. Yeah. Um, and then, man just do bring a return on what he gave you yeah. do something with it and it, yeah. it could be your workplace it doesn't have to be you know we I'm glad people serve so so much here at our church but man use your workplace as a mission field use your neighborhood you know use your family that doesn't know Jesus as a mission field because everybody's a pastor to somebody that's right you know and yeah and the so, Bible yeah. calls us
0: all ministers ministers gospel yeah. carriers of the flame yeah um so yeah you're absolutely right and then the last one was change the world. That's what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Go into the world. Go into the marketplace. Go, into the, go to work. Go to home. Go wherever. Sure. Change the world. The Here's how you change the world. It's actually not that hard. It's actually pretty easy. You ready? This is it. You change the world with the person standing in front of you sure. in that moment. That's it. If it's the trash truck driver, they matter. Yeah. If it's the person bringing you a, a refill on your diet coat, they matter. They do if it's you staring at yourself in the mirror, you matter. Yeah. You have to change the world one person at a time and make a difference. Every chance you get, because man, and you like, I'm not going into this right now, but my story, you don't know how many chances you get. You don't, you just don't know when your last chance was your last chance. Yeah. And the truth is, man, when you're loving your wife, change her world. Yeah. When you're parenting, your kids change their world. Change your world, and you change the world by changing other people's world. That's true. And it, we can. And here's the other side: we cannot save anybody's eternity. Yeah. But we can sure as heck impact it. Sure. Like Jesus is the only one that saves eternity. He's it. That's it. He's the name above all names, not ours.
1: Yeah, and and what I love about that too, and, and what you're tapping into, is live your life in such a way that you leave a legacy. You, you walk in a manner worthy of your calling, you leave something mm-hmm. behind, yeah. you know? And, and we were talking the other day about, about exiting this world empty and, and, and letting God do everything he ever wants to do through us, man, before he yeah. calls us home. And I think there's something powerful about leaving a legacy. That's a world-changing thing, right? For every parent that brings your kids to our kids, man, you're building a legacy yeah. in your kids. For everybody who gives, you're not just providing for ministry today, but for ministry tomorrow. That's right. You know, for everybody who prays, you're asking God for things that we cannot do alone. Yep. And there's so many things about being a world changer that looks like leaving a leg, leave something behind.
0: hmm.
1: You know, if you, if you want to be remembered, yep. you know, if you want to be remembered and you want something to to go past your lifetime, you have to invest eternally. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just money. Yeah your conversations, your prayers, you know, um, the, the relationships you have, Yep. World changing the world is investing
0: enter- eternally. Absolutely.
1: You know? And I, and that's the best way that we can change, like you said, our lifetime and, the, and, and you know, the days we won't see.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, so I'll end on this quick story and then we'll get out of here. I had a, uh, mentor in my life, Bishop Tony Miller mm-hmm. for years, man. He, he uh, he poured into my life And I remember In 2021, January 2021 I'm sure you remember this too yeah. I was in Texas In a hotel room And um, man I had just Had to sever Literally, I sent an email That had to cut a relationship in my life That was very instrumental Sure. At that time I was in a hotel room with a brother of mine um, Pastor Chuck Barron yeah. Y'all know him hear it radiate well and uh just sent that email off and i got a phone call from a, another friend of mine and he said did you hear about bishop and i said no what and he said bishop just passed away and so in a matter of 30 seconds i lost two mentors in my life wow literally in 30 seconds two men that shaped the man that i was becoming
1: completely different ways
0: yeah in two completely different one died in one, I had to sever a relationship with sure. for yeah multiple purposes, but both hurt. But I I say that to say this, both impacted me so much that I carry lessons on from them now. Mm. Both did. But Bishop used to say this thing all the time. Bishop Tony used to say all the time. He'd he tell me he say he'd say, uh, "Bud, when I leave this world, I don't want to carry anything." I want to go back to the father empty. Hmm. And he would say, I want to go to the father and have left everything that he deposited in me in other people in this world. And he'd go and bud, that's why I'm pouring into you. And when he died, I've got no qualm saying he left empty. Yeah. He left everything in all of us that still consider him a father and a a mentor and a you know a, a pastor in our lives i still listen to his sermons yeah he's been gone over a year you know and he deposited so much i want that i want to change the world so much in people's lives pastor daniel he was here two weeks ago he said this he said he said the greatest thing that i can do is to live my life in a way that those who know me best respect me most what a way to change the world yeah I want to I want to impact people's lives so much that when I'm gone and my voice can no longer be heard on this earth that the lessons that God has taught me can still be heard on the earth because I've left them in somebody yeah. and I've helped equip their purpose and I've helped them change the world. I just want to change the world, man. And I I believe the church should be the 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 unit, the organization that doesn't just gather on Sundays. Yeah. We should gather on Sundays but are we going on Mondays, Wednesdays, Tuesdays? Like, are we going? And that's how you change the world. And I want to be a church that goes and gathers. So I'm excited about where we're going and what we're doing, and I just want to encourage you as you're turning this podcast off today, man, go change the world. Stop waiting on everybody else to do what you can do. Stop waiting on everybody else to do what God's asked you to do. Stop waiting on somebody else to get better at what God asked you to get better at. You can do it. Get up, make it happen today. Chase your purpose. Know God personally. Gather with your church this Sunday, and let's change the world. Because we we serve a kingdom that's never shaken. So let's go change the world, right? Let's do it. Let's do this thing. Pastor Travis. Thanks for another good time today. Enjoyed Thank it. You, Great sir. conversation. And we'll see you guys. I won't see you because this is digital. We'll talk to you guys again <laughs> next week. But I will see you this Sunday at Radiate Church. Go have a great week. Let's go change the world.